0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد The great imam Imam Udara al-Hijrah The imam of al Medina Imam Malik rahimahullahu ta'ala. He said, As-sunnah kasafinati Nuh. The sunnah, it is like the ark of Nuh, alayhi salam. Man rakibaha najah. Whoever boards upon it, he is saved. Wa man tarakaha gharik. But he who abandons this ark who abandons this, this ark and this ship then he is going to drown he is going to be destroyed this ark that the people of Nuh a.s. boarded upon they boarded upon the ark that would bring about salvation to them they boarded upon an ark which was an expression of their answering the call of the messenger but those people that boarded that ark they were a people that as a result of them answering the call of the messenger they received censure they received rebuke and criticism they were, they were mocked at they were scorned they were insulted they were abused the sunnah is like the ark of Nuh salam. And thus the person who holds on to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu it's inevitable that he's going to end up facing harm. He's going to end up facing criticism. He's going to have to exercise patience if he truly and really wants to adhere to the sunnah of al-Mustafa alayhi salatu And among the examples from the imams of the salaf, in sticking to the sunnah, and having patience with the sunnah, in calling to the sunnah, and being upon the sunnah, is the great imam, the Qudwa, the exemplary imam, the muhaddith, scholar of hadith, faqih, jurist, imam, al-shaheed insha'Allah, Abu Bakr, Muhammad, Ibn Ahmad, Ibn Sahal, al ramli commonly known as Ibn an Now the year is approximately 363 after Hijrah. And Banu, يعني, uh, Banu uh, Ubaid, the Ubaidiyun, Ubaidiyun, those that call themselves the Fatimiyun, the Fatimid dynasty that were governing and had the Khilafah over the areas of North Africa, Egypt, Tunisia, Sham. They are the ones that were governing those areas at that time. They are the ones that had the Khilafah over those regions at that time. And these people, these Ismailiyun, were a extreme Shi'i sect, an extreme sect of the Shia, Rafida. Those who claim divinity for their imams. Those who killed, tortured, and killed the righteous ones. Tortured and killed, and persecuted the ulama of Ahlu Sunnah. And among those imams, among those imams that they persecuted. ...was this Imam Abu Bakr al-Nabulusi. Imam Abu Bakr al-Nabulusi... ...he flees from Ramla in Palestine... ...to Damascus in Syria. And when he arrives there... ...that is where they seize him. That is where they capture him. And they have him placed in a wooden cage... That wooden cage is then sent to the capital of the so-called Yoon Banu Ubaid, which was in Cairo. When it arrives, he's placed in the prison camps. Jauhar Sikli, Jauhar was the general of the army at that time. He would visit these prison camps. So when he visited the prison camp, he asked, Abu Bakr al-Nabulusi a question. He said to him, It has reached us. We've heard that you say, If a man has ten arrows, he should shoot nine at us and one at the Romans. Abu Bakr al-Nabulusi, he says, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Al-Qa'id, the Qa'id, the general now Jawhar, al-Sikili He's thinking I've got him now This person now He's under my authority He's feeling sorry He's scared now And that is why he's denying This statement that I've heard concerning him Abu Bakr says I didn't say that I did not say that If a man has ten arrows Nine he should shoot at you And then one at the Romans But rather what I said Is that if a man has Ten arrows Nine he should shoot at you and the tenth one he should also shoot at you also, also because you are a people that have changed the millah you have changed the millah you have changed the religion of the messenger of Allah and you've killed the righteous people you've slaughtered the ulama of ahl sunnah sunnah and you claim divine light for yourselves, you claim divinity for yourselves. You're an evil people, just like ISIS today and Al Qaeda today, they are an evil people that have changed the deen of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and they have indiscriminately killed innocent people men, women, children, old and young. Abu Bakr he says to these people that you likewise, you are the people that have changed the religion. And you have killed the righteous. And you claim divine light. That is why I said what I said about you. He says this in defense of the sunnah. He didn't become a coward and wither away. He said the truth in the person's face. So now. The general has Abu Bakr. Brought out. Into the public. And then. On the second day he is beaten with a whip. Then on the third day, he is placed with his hands nailed, he's crucified. Abu Bakr al-Nabulusi ta'ala, what Banu Ubaid wanted to do to him was give him a torture and a punishment that causes the hair on the skin to stand up when they hear it they wanted him to be skinned alive but they couldn't find anyone that ascribes themselves to the Dean of Islam to do so so they ended up getting hold of a butcher a non-Muslim butcher a Jewish butcher the Jewish butcher was brought And then he began to skin Abu Bakr rahimahullah alive from the crown of his head. He began to peel the skin from his head while he's still alive, while his senses are still intact. He started to get the knife and peel his skin off. No doubt slowly but surely. The great Imam, Imam Ad-Dar Qutuni rahimahullah ta'ala. That imam about whom it was said, bayna It's as though the sunnah was placed between the eyes of Imam al-Daruqutani. Imam al he says, while he's crying, Imam al he says, while Imam al is crying, he says they peel the skin. They skinned him alive up until they got to his face. And when they got to his face, throughout that whole period of him being skinned, he's mentioning Allah. Abu Bakr is remembering Allah, being skinned alive for what? For defending the sunnah of Muhammad Wasallam. 350 years after his death, he's still defending the sunnah of our messenger s.a.w. Skinning him alive from his face, up until they get here. And he's reciting from the book of Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala. كان ذلك في الكتاب That was something that was already inscribed in the book. Ayah from the Quran, skin, the skin from his crown to his face is gone now. Nothing but bare flesh and nerves now. But he's reciting from the book of Allah, كان ذلك في that was something that was already inscribed within the book. i.e. this skinning of mine was something already inscribed in the lower al mahfud in the preserved tablet. i.e. this skinning of mine, this flaying of my skin, this tearing of my skin, this ripping of my skin while I'm alive, and this crucifixion of mine, and this death of mine, it is something that Allah had already decreed. I'm satisfied with the decree of my Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala they skinned him down to his neck they skinned him alive down to his shoulder they skinned him alive and they continued to tear and rip and peel that skin off his up until the salakh up until the, the, the skinner got to the location of his chest after that the Jewish skinner he couldn't do it anymore. He could not do it anymore. So he ended up having pity upon Abu Bakr. Rahimahullah. So he got a dagger. And he placed a dagger against the location of the heart of Abu Bakr. And then the Jewish skinner plunged that dagger into his heart. Causing him, Rahimahullah ta'ala, to die. <clears throat> this is the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah this is what it means to be upon the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi and this these are the fruits of what are brought about as a result of being upon the sunnah fruits because he died a, an honorable death before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bi idnihi one of his contemporaries they said after Abu Bakr Had been skinned alive. I saw him in a dream. In the best of appearances. In the most beautiful of appearances. So I said to Abu Bakr. What did Allah ended up doing with you? After you were skinned. In the dream I said to him. What did Allah ended up doing to you? So then Abu Bakr in this dream. After he's been skinned and crucified and killed, he says in this dream, Habani Maliki bidawami izzin. My master, my maker, Yani Allah, he gifted me with eternal honor, eternal dignity, eternal honor. Habani Maliki bidawami izzin. Wa'a'dani my Malik, he gifted me with eternal honor and he promised me imminent victory. وَقَرَّبَنِي wa وَأَدْنَانِي And he brought me close and near to him. Allah brought me close and near to him. وَقَالَ أَنْعِمْ بِعِيشٍ فِي جِوَارِي وَقَالَ أَنْعِمْ بِعِيشٍ فِي And then Allah said to me, Enjoy living a life next to me. Enjoy and have delight in living a life next to me. This is the result of adhering to the Sunnah. This is the result of barking upon, embarking upon the Ark of Nuh alayhi salam. As Sunnah kasafina The sunnah, it is like the Ark of Noah. Whoever boards it, he'll be saved. Whoever doesn't, he'll be destroyed. But whoever boards, it, he's going to face harm. It's inevitable. But Allah will decree upon you, O you who wants the sunnah, O you who wants to be upon the path of the salaf of this ummah. It's inevitable. Allah will decree, Allah will ordain harm to come in your way. You come to the sunnah, you come and you want to be upon istiqamah you want to practice this deen properly you want to be a proper quote unquote practicing muslim you find those who are perhaps really close to you at a certain time in your life now they don't want anything to do with you perhaps those who were the most dear to you perhaps your own family members as a result of you having done what? as a result of you embrace the sunnah of al-Mustafa totally and absolutely and wholeheartedly now they begin to mock you now they begin to ridicule you now they begin to say you you're not open-minded you're closed-minded you've become backward now what's all this talking about Aqidah, Aqidah, Aqidah. belief, doctrine, creed all the time and faith all the time and yawm al-qiyamah all the time and death and death All the time. What's wrong with you? Why have you become so old-fashioned? Why have you become so backward? What is it with you now? You don't want to sit and socialize with your female cousins anymore. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You don't want to purchase a house on interest. Everybody else does it. Things have changed now. Times have changed now. Adapt. And you say, no. I'm scared of what my Lord will say to me. I want to stick to the sunnah. You're backward, you're extreme, you're a Wahhabi, you're a terrorist. Even though the people of Sunnah, the Salafis, they have been the first and the foremost of people warning against the terrorists such as ISIS and al Qaeda and Ibn Laden. Before it became fashionable to speak against Ibn Laden, it was the Salafis that were speaking against him. But yet we get called you terrorists. By the ignorant people You backward person You Ahabi You this, you that We say yes Throw whatever you want No problem al qalu salam. When the ignorant person addresses you Say salam to him Yes In this time where the sunnah has become strange I feel honored to stick with the sunnah Why? Because the messenger said badaa Islam غَرِيب Islam began as something strange. And Islam, it will return. It will return as something strange just as it began. So therefore glad tidings for the strangers. We say Alhamdulillah, I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm being treated as a strange person for doing nothing other than holding on to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah alayhi hoping that I will live by that and hoping that I will die upon that and then as a result of that I will be in the afterlife with the man whose sunnah this is with the man whose sunnah this is with the Messenger of Allah alayhi and salatu and his opposers they can go wherever they want in the afterlife they will go wherever they earn to go in the afterlife the one who follows the sunnah he will be with the the man of that sunnah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa In the afterlife And that is honor And for that reason we find Imam al-Qurtibi rahimahullah ta'ala In his tafsir He mentions concerning And we'll conclude with this Concerning the companion Thawban radiallahu ta'ala Anhu Thawban radiallahu ta'ala Anhu was a man that dearly loved Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi wa and if it was the case and whenever it was the case that Thawban was away from the company of the messenger of Allah he would become impatient restless anxiety would overcome him so on an occasion the messenger of Allah وسلم, finds that Thawban has come to him and he finds that thawban, the color of his face has changed. And he finds that thawban, his body has become, he's lost weight. And he finds that thawban, he can see sadness, he can see grief, he can see sorrow on his face. So the messenger of Allah alayhi says to him, What is it the why is it the case that your the color on your face has changed? So Thawban he says, Ya Rasulullah, indeed, when I am away from you, then wahshah, loneliness, extreme loneliness, extreme loneliness is what I end up sensing when I'm away from you. I sense an extreme degree of loneliness up until I end up seeing you but then after that after I've seen you I realize I realize and I remember that in the afterlife you shall be raised to be on higher levels you will be with the prophets you will be at a higher level if Allah places me in paradise, I shall never see you. I will not be able to see you. Why? Because you're going to be at a higher level. And if it is the case that Allah doesn't allow me to enter into al-Jannah, then never ever am I going to see you. And then Allah Jalla He revealed the ayah. He said, وَمَن يُطِع اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولِ Whoever obeys Allah and the Messenger Whoever obeys Allah, obeys the Messenger Follows the Book of Allah as the Book was meant to be followed Follows the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah As that Sunnah was meant to be followed whoever obeys Allah and obeys the Messenger of Allah, then they shall be with those people that Allah has favoured, i.e. in the afterlife. That person is going to end up being with whom? With the Prophets. With the truthful ones. With the martyrs, with the righteous people, and what a good and excellent companionship that is! May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala give us all the ability, because He is the one in whose He is the one who has control over our hearts. So we ask Him, Ya Mukallibal Qulub, Thabit Qulubana Ala Oh Allah, make our hearts firm upon Your Deen. We ask Allah Jalla Ala to make us truly people of Sunnah regardless of the consequences that we have to face. Make us be people of Sunnah and live by the Sunnah. We ask Him Jalla az bi asma'ihil husna wa bi-fadlihi wa bi-karimihi wa bi-ihsanihi that He makes us die upon the Sunnah. Innahu wali-u dhalika wal-qadiru alayhi wa Ma ala nabiyina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen